Hi there. You're listening to Live to Knack. It's kind of like a heart to heart, except it's Live to Knack. Ooh, good one. <laughs> Today is a special day, and that's because we have two microphones now, and we actually know how to configure audio. <laughs> Not really, because she what? just pushed buttons, so she really doesn't know what she's <laughs> doing. <laughs> Watching her in this process, I felt like I was in a Latin class. Yeah, I don't know how I did. Well, lots of YouTube videos. It's okay. So, Chels. What's up, girl? <laughs> what up? <laughs> what up? What up? <laughs> <laughs> so, I realized that we just started talking in our last podcast, right? Right. It was very, like, just, like, out of the water. Here we are. It was supposed to be like that. It was supposed to be a mess. We got it kind of out of our systems. Yeah. And- Except now, here's what I want from you. Ready? Okay, right. Give me your elevator pitch. So let's say you're, like, networking at some thing. What would you What would you go to someone and say who you are? What? Okay, wait. Hold on. That's a lot because that I that's, like, mm, that's, like, talk. I hate talking about myself with what I've done. So that's kind of hard to. Bro, why, give me are an you, example. why are you a podcaster? <laughs> I know. Give me an example. That's like, that's hard. Like, you just put that on the spot. Like, give me an elevator pitch. Oh my yeah. God. I got to prepare for that one. Okay. Um, it's like, what makes you qualified to do this podcast? Okay. So, oh, about the podcast. Okay. Podcast or even like in general. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, my name's Olivia. I, I just graduated with a communications degree. Um, I am a personal trainer. I also coach strength and conditioning for pole vault. I work I didn't in technology. I didn't know that. <laughs> really? That is awesome. Yeah. I mean, for I don't do it as, vaulting? for pole vault. I've never done it in my life. <laughs> okay. But I could tell you what muscles you use. She's qualified, guys. Here She's I qualified. Am. Qualified. <laughs> Shoot me down. My God. Um... <laughs> What else do I do? I was in theater in high school. Yes. High five on this one. They have to hear that one. Woo! They'd oh, have to sorry. hear it. Oh, my God. Was that it? No. Goodness. <laughs> no. We tried. Um, I was in marching band. I did color guard. I knew that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I like singing. Okay. You know what? I got it. Okay, I thought you were you talking got- about something like if you were getting a job. I mean, and you I weren't, was... and you weren't specific on the job. Give me an elevator pitch. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> it's kind of like a short resume. What have you done? With okay, yourself? all right. So my name is Chelsea. I got my degree in sociology and my minor in theater. I've been a soccer coach. I have. What else have I done? Am I that not? You worked experienced? in technology with me. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, we both worked in technology together. There you go. And I'm now starting martial arts, so that's cool. Yeah. So that's like I can add that onto my resume. Mm-hmm. We're both kind of entrepreneurs. We are. I was thinking about that today. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a lot of people, I feel like, can say they're just starting stuff. Yeah, not many people actually do the things that they say they're going to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel so accomplished. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, what? <laughs> so nice. Podcasting was your dream for a long time, right? It's been for a few years. I, I always had the idea of, oh my God, I got a podcast. I love it. I just want to talk about life. I just want to talk about 
situations, you know, maybe people can, you know, learn something, learn it right from my own experience. Again, yeah, it's just my own experience, but yeah, I've been wanting this for about three years and now I wasn't expecting you to be part of it, which is really oh cool, heart. which is really cool. And we started talking about it and you're like, you know what? That sounds amazing. And I was yeah. like, oh, let's do a podcast together. Yeah. Ever since I graduated, I'm like really trying to find my purpose along with every other person who's graduating college like oh yeah where am i supposed to go in life um I was, and as I didn't far go. as i've gotten is my couch so i didn't i didn't do anything with my degree i really didn't like my whole point of going to college was i wanted my piece of paper i went to college yeah i knew i wasn't gonna do anything in sociology there's just no way Okay. There's just no way. Yeah. I I mean. Don't you? You kind of have to go on to get your master's, right? Kind of. In but order to do something. <laughs> it was more of the easy, the easy one to get through. So. Oh, I mean, that's how it is with communications. But I truly am so glad that I did it just based on how, like, I can read almost any situation now. I was already good at reading people, but now it's a whole new ballpark. Like, Really? Yeah. Like, how so? Um, let's see. Like, if someone is going, this is why I like the Enneagram so much, because on top of the way that you talk to me, I can also see your motive behind it, right? So if you, any, it teaches you how to talk to people. So instead of saying, you did this, you did that, you did that, you can fix that by saying, I feel this way because of that, because feelings are non-negotiable. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So basically, I didn't know this. So you've been reading me this entire time. I read everyone. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great. It's okay. I'm still around, aren't I? That's true. Okay. You got something. I'm doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have a heart. That's the thing is you care so deeply about people. Like even today, my sister was like, oh, I want Chelsea to come over because she was sad. Really? You, yeah. Oh my God. I she's love like, her. I want Chelsea to come over. She's so nice. Oh my gosh. I love her. Yeah. You actually have Which a Which one? The bigger one. Okay. The 13-year-old. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There you go. I love them. I love them both. Yeah. <laughs> I love them both. And they both have hearts, too. They do. Fun. What are we talking about today? Oh, yeah. So, I've been thinking a lot about this this week on how I let people control me mm. and how I'm trying to let go of that. Okay. So, one of the topics was living different from people's expectations. I can't say that word. Living. living different from people's expectations. That's heavy. It's heavy. It is. Because whether we realize it or not, I feel like we do things because of other people. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily live in, living the way we want in every aspect because someone else is kind of pulling the strings with that. You know what I mean? Because we want to, we don't want to upset them. We don't want to get them upset with us you know what I mean can you tell a heartfelt story as to like where that came from yes so I you know I had my awesome job in Texas I was coaching soccer and my dad called me about this business that we opened up and immediately I was like I'm going like I'm dropping this even though I love it I'm doing this because I feel like this is like the perfect path for me Mm -hmm. and I told people that I was close to about it and the first thing that came out of their mouth was not like a oh my god congratulations like I'm so happy for you it was a oh um 
Are you sure you want to do that? Oh. You have such you have such a good setup where you are right now. You know what I mean? Like the the thing is is I know what your setup was and while it was a it was a good setup, it's not a lifetime of a setup. Exactly. That's a very comfortable setup. Exactly. And a lot of my life I've been kind of doing things because other people told me to. Mm. Go do this. You don't want to look different from everyone else. You want to be successful like us. You know what I mean? And I've been that person to always take the biggest risks. I am never afraid to do it. I'll move wherever. I'll do whatever. You know what I mean? So now I finally am able to let go of that. And I'm now to the point in my life where I can be like, I really don't care what people think. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. It's nice. If you like me, great. If you don't, okay, cool. (laughs) Like, it's not going to bother me. I feel like it's also around the, it's also with the people that you surround yourself with. Like if you're with if you're friends with all these people who are telling you like you shouldn't shouldn't do this. Like in high school I had this friend that was just consistently just like if you weren't wearing name brand things then you were you you sucked. Like you had to wear the name brand things, you had to put your hair in this certain way. Oh my god, you like looked at that or like you listened to this music, like that's disgusting. Like that was the realm I was I was living in and I just I was stuck in it. Because I wanted someone to still spend time with me. And those are the people mm-hmm. that they're so insecure that they have to run other people's lives. Exactly. No, literally. That was, you stated that perfectly. My face oh right my now God. is shocked at myself. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> did you just discover something new about yourself? I really did. I had an epiphany. Wow. God, preach I it to the talking. choir right now. What did I say again? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to have to play that back. So... Do you remember the time when you decided that you weren't going to listen to the people's or God, I can't talk to listen to like what, (laughs) like listen to people's expectations of you. Like when was the day that you decided, eh, I really don't care what they think. Dude, do you have a, like, do you have a moment that you thought of it? About, I want to say seven months ago where I finally, like it's brand new to me because I've always been doing things in my life to please other people. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, when it has nothing to do with them, which is crazy. Yeah. But I just found that out about seven or eight months ago. I would actually say about the same. I It's so interesting that we're talking about this because this is something that I'm actually growing into now. Because it, when I say that it was, uh, it's the people you surround yourself with, it's those people that encourage you to be yourself. And actually, it's not even that they encourage it. It's just that they... They see you for who you are, and, like, that's okay. They bring it out of you. Like, yeah. It's natural. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, with the people that I've met in my life in the last six months, because so much of my life has changed in the last six months, right. um, those particular people, I think it's just I finally got out of so many toxic relationships, and um, even, like, the area I was living in was very, very much so materialistic, and stuck in this idea of we all have to be this one certain way it's also second uh second most in debt in the entire united states did you know that really Mm -hmm. i did not know that yeah and that's not even including house debt because there's a lot of new establishments so it doesn't include house debt everyone in my old city is the second most in debt in the entire i'm not saying this correctly but you get what i'm saying yeah no i get it i get it um so i think moving out of that and i think I lost a lot of relationships along the way and um, 
by doing so, I've been more so surrounded by my family, and they have to expect accept me for who I am. Right? Exactly, exactly. So it's like if they can't, then who will? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, that sucks, and I can only imagine the pain that people go through if, like, let's say that their family doesn't support them for being like gay or bisexual, because mm-hmm. that's what that sparked in my mind. Is like people deal with that. I know that my family loves me no matter what, and that's that's a true blessing. And right, I think so many people don't experience that. Oh, absolutely. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, so then moving in with them, and then I just really <laughs> didn't have many people to talk to. And my other, my closest friend moved away for school, so it was just okay. It's me. What do I do with me? Yes. And then yeah, but that's where you learn the most. Is oh my when gosh. You're like, it's that it's that when you hit hit rock bottom, you learn the most. It's been incredible. I love the fact that I've hit rock bottom multiple times. You know what I mean? Like, oh man! Because I love exp- you know learning new things about myself that I was like, what the heck? Where did this come from? Okay, you what's know? a small thing that you've learned about yourself recently? It could be anything. That I am not afraid of failure, mm. and I was deeply afraid of failure before because I was like oh I'm not good enough oh I don't but the more I failed in my past that's when I was growing yeah. that's when I was getting better at the things I was good at that's when you know I mean that's when I blossomed mm-hmm. into who I am today so yeah I mean failure and people hate the word failure you have to fail at some time you know what I mean like yeah I hate to pull this one out of nowhere because oh, we geez. were talking about it before the podcast. Oh, geez. What is it? But um, relationships with a significant other. Oh, yes. And getting the rug pulled out from under you. Ooh. See, this is where the fear sits in. Oh, God. Um, ask that question about... <laughs> say the whole question so I can oh, give okay. like a good... So you say that you're not afraid of failure or rejection mm-hmm. right right but what about when it comes to a significant other what about Gosh. when it comes to getting your heart broken and Ugh. like having a rug pulled out from under your feet okay so with that i feel like it's such a different gosh that's really hard to like put into words because i mean both of us have gotten the rug pulled out from under us you this know is true. so uh, i don't know i i it matters to me, you know, obviously it's going to matter to us. Yeah. But more in situational things like your job or your passions, not in people, not, okay, in, not in people themselves. your significant relationship? <laughs> your significant others. I'm not going to let this go. So like, what do I fear? Yeah. Does that mean, that means you're still <clears throat> scared of those. So that's, a oh, growth... I'm terrified of those. Okay. So that's still a growth point. It's a, it's still, a, it's a major growth point for I me. I think it always will be. It always will be because, no. okay, who likes getting their heart broken? <laughs> because like when you invest yourself into someone so deeply yeah, and really it's all about them. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden one day, boom, what? No mas. Goodbye. Like, <laughs> and you're not expecting that. Yeah. Of course, anyone is going to be put off. Yeah. I think it depends on the reasoning, but what I've experienced because experienced through having the rug pulled out from underneath me is each time it happens, I will have my little meltdown, but then what I've noticed more recently is that I I really analyze what actually happened. 
Yeah, you have a point. um, Like what Jay Shetty was talking about, how it's not you. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time, it's not you. And And I think in both of our situations, it wasn't us. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, again, and we can't be mad at the... You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, I think I think to a fault sometimes I live a little too much like Jesus. <laughs> In what way? What does that explain that? <laughs> oh, I forgot to add that to my elevator picture. <clears throat> pitch. I love Jesus. Yes. Um, yes. 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 <laughs> um, what am I elaborating on? Why I? You're Jesus-like. Oh, how? How? Okay. So, as in, like, I love so deeply, and mm-hmm. I care, and I give so much. Yes. But to a fault. So mm-hmm. just an endless, unconditional love. And so I fall into that. And I think we've both discussed this on numerous occasions of just giving ourselves just so thin before we can't give anything else. Yep. And if we do that for a significant other, especially um, especially being women, honestly. <laughs> being women and then men want to wear the pants. Yes. Men want to be pants. Mm-hmm. So they want to, and even if you don't agree with that, I think that comes down to like gender studies and everything. It's just men are different than women. Right. And, and in our situations, that's what it was. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, they want to be the supporter. And if they don't feel like they can be a supporter, then it ultimately just dwindles down to, okay, we're kind of stealing their manhood. Absolutely. And especially if they're dealing with with dark things and their world is crumbling down. Right. It's it's a it's just the icing on the cake of like, okay, yes, like you and I, we have such good intentions and we want to love them with all that we can. Right. But at the end of the day, they want to be doing that for us as well. And if they're going through things, there's no way that they can do that in the capacity that they want to. Jeez. Who are you today? Like, hitting everything on the head today. I am a therapist in the making. That just described everything. Yeah. That I, that, you know, that yeah. both of us just, that I we told went you I would explain it. That's, I'm so proud of you. Thanks. That's so good. Thanks. Okay. Let's, let's go to the next one, yeah? Okay. Okay. What made you realize that listening to yourself instead of others was more important? Do you ever have, did you have a time where... Something happened where you're like, I need to listen to myself. This has to happen. I cannot listen to other people. I think it was just the amount of times that I was, let's say, in the workplace. Just because my job involves so much face-to-face interaction. So you're talking to so many different people in one day. They're going to say some stupid stuff. Just like reimagining things that's happened. Oh, yeah. Like customer service is a is a journey. Yes, it is. Uh, but you learn so much, and I they and the funny part is that all the older people will try and teach you lessons and give you <laughs> lessons on life, and I swear to you, most of those lessons are not good lessons. <laughs> Times have changed. Oh my gosh. Times have definitely changed. Are you ready for it? Yes. I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. Oh no, what? <laughs> no, you have to. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, boomer. <laughs> oh, my God. Kill me. And broomch. But That's Olivia for you guys. All right. <laughs> yeah, there's moments of just, like, just sincere <laughs> wisdom. If you guys can and see then, how okay, many boomer. times I have rolled my eyes to something that Liv has said. Yeah. 
Um, I would have a million dollars. But anyways. <laughs> no, so going back to what you're saying, I hate you, but I love you. Um, yeah, I mean, I there's that. Um, a moment in particular that I kind of realized that I was doing what I wanted to do and getting what I liked was I was in Reno with my friend and... We were there for a pole vault competition. Pole vault. Because I I coached that, I guess. Again, how did you get into pole vault? Do you want to hear the story? Yeah, let's, you know, let's go back into pole vaulting. Let's go. I want to hear. <laughs> okay. And it ties into this whole thing. Okay. So, okay. So I was a youth group leader at my church. Still am. But um, my mom needed me to watch a bearded dragon for her. Ew. While she was gone for a Ew. few weeks. Ugh. This is a crazy story. So she made me to watch her bearded dragon for her for a few weeks. And so um, I took it for a week and I was like, this thing is just, I don't want to know. It, they're so high maintenance. If you're thinking about getting a bearded dragon, please don't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. the listeners. I know you don't want one. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Don't crawl but for on some, me in the middle of the night and eat my face. Honestly, they're pretty cute. And I can appreciate them. But don't buy one. Or at least don't buy one for me. I'll come visit your bearded dragon and hold it. Anyway. So she let me she let me have this bearded dragon for a few weeks. And I was after a week, I was so sick of it because they're so high maintenance. I go to church. And I'm talking to the kids. And I'm like, hey, does anybody want to watch a bearded dragon for a few weeks? See if they like one to, like, maybe get one in the future. And uh, one of my girls comes up to me. And she's like, oh, I mean... Uh, I know someone who's looking for a hamster, so she... <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> so she'll definitely take the lizard. Right, right. Makes sense. <laughs> and she that did. makes sense. It was so shocking, but she did. And and then uh, it turned into me privately training her, uh, personal training. And then oh, it turned okay. into... She was a pole vaulter. So then it turned into me coaching her entire team. Yeah, because that happens every day. <laughs> What a story. <laughs> That's so, so then, crazy. Fast forward a year and a half, two years, and now uh, she's one of my best friends, and we went to we, I went with her to Reno to be her coach, um, which was really just like, yeah, I think you should plant this differently. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, I love her. I'm not a good coach. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a workout, but I could not. Right. I mean, you can help her on the physical side. A hundred percent. I can tell you what to eat and how to and how to work out. But yeah, yeah, guys. Anything athletic. Olivia's crazy fit. Like she's crazy fit. Crazy, crazy. Maybe. Just a little bit. I appreciate caring for my body. Yeah, that's yeah, a good way to put it. Kick someone's butt. I could. Yeah, I believe I'm it. a little a rat that can pop up out of nowhere. A rat. Yeah. I don't know how that made sense, but it, it does. So then we're in Reno and uh, we're walking through. Uh, well, we drive like an hour out and we go to this place called Virginia Town. Something like that. Where is this? It's, it, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was just driven there. And so we're walking around all the shops and it's like this super cute little like western everyone is just like that's their day-to-day life is waiting for tourists to come through and buy their things <laughs> it was adorable so then i walk into this jewelry shop that's that's selling silver and turquoise rings and like a bunch of other stuff 
and I looked at them and I was like, I've never bought myself a piece of jewelry. It's always been like passed down to me or given to me for Christmas. And I actually just picked out two rings that I absolutely loved and I bought them and they're kind of gaudy. They're like, they're bold, but they're silver and turquoise. And I like absolutely love them. I'm like, these are me. Right. And I, it's such a small thing, but that was like, it was a pivotal moment for me to just have that tangible, like this is. This is me and I'm owning it. See, it doesn't matter how small the moment is. It's just, yeah. you know when it hits you. Mm-hmm. You know when it hits you. Yeah. What was yours? Mine was, what was mine? It's got to be the same thing. Of You went to Reno after you got a bearded dragon. <laughs> yeah. We went to Reno. <laughs> Instead of a bearded dragon, I didn't get a bearded dragon. <laughs> no, but um, I like I said, it, like everything happened at that one point seven or eight months ago, like everything kind of went into that one moment for me. Okay. When I got that response from multiple people yeah. and immediately shut it off. And I was so proud of myself because I was like, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. I don't care what anyone's thinking about me. This is going to be crazy. And I did it anyways. Like I just, I, I took my risk. I was like, you know what? I'd rather try this and say I failed mm-hmm. instead of, stay where I was, where I knew I wasn't necessarily supposed to be. Yeah. I wasn't really happy. I wasn't fulfilled. I think you got a decent amount of support from that as well, though. Oh, I got a lot of support. But those people were the ones that I would listen to a lot. Mm -hmm. Most of the time. Yeah. And I finally shut it off. And I would still rather be in the position I am now, getting this business going, even though we're not, you know, completely 100% there yet. Instead of being where I was before. So I think I made the 100% right decision. I'm happy about it. I love it. And I have to say, I am so glad that you were home. I know. I get to be, you know, like, I my closest friends are out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was so cool that I got to, you know, I called you right, right when I got back. <laughs> are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> and I'm closer than before. You are. How fun is 20 that? minutes, guys. How fun. 20 minutes. It's See, perfect. Don't worry. I'll be living in your basement one day. Yeah. You'll just be supporting me. I'm going to get me. my mansion. It's okay. It's yeah. Fine. There you go. <laughs> okay. Do you find that you are happier chasing your dreams than chasing someone else's? Like, yeah, you can, you know, move past it and do your own thing, but do you find yourself happier doing it? Or is there some part of you still wanting to kind of please someone else? Not, not necessarily like you have to, and you know that you don't have to, but you want to. Okay, this is kind of a loaded question for me. So this is, you sparked my, um, I took a class in, uh, it was, what was the class? It was, it was, I think it was gender studies. Okay. Actually. And basically it taught us that um, gender is determined from your upbringing. Okay. So based on the people who raised you, based on the feminine or uh, masculine toys that you were given to play with, the people that you interacted with, um, who babysat you, things like that. Okay. Okay. I think that ties directly into everything in life. Like, it, you are who you were raised by. You are who you were from your upbringing. 100%. So it's kind of an odd question for me to answer because I feel like um, – while I'm doing it on my own and I'm doing what I want, it's been built from that upbringing. Okay. 
Yeah, no, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So do I, I don't even know if I'm particularly doing what I want to do yet. I have this, like, this, this, um, this deep feeling that I'm, I'm made for a lot more than what I am doing. Okay. Um, which is why I love that we're doing the podcast and that, um, we, I actually have the time to do it because it's, it's giving me purpose. It's making me yeah. feel like I have a lot more purpose than, um, I did before when I, before I graduated because, while I was going through school, I was working like three or four different jobs supporting myself and living just like on my own. And I think I depended a lot on the relationships in my life and the, the friendships or romantic relationships um, to kind of determine where I was going to go in life. And now that I'm not in any of it, it's just, it's me. And which can be scary sometimes. It is scary, but it's yeah. also so amazing that I could. I can take up an opportunity to do a podcast with you. I can take up an opportunity to move wherever I want to go. Exactly. Um, it's that freedom. Like, there's there's so... nothing that beats freedom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And for me, it's it's so strange because I just have such a nurturing um, personality. I mean. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You that's and I are a, that's the same that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. I just want to keep loving on people. So. Um, it was a hard thing for me to be in all these like relationships as toxic as they might have been. And um, even if they weren't toxic, I still, it, and it's even worse when they weren't toxic, but I would just be like, okay, I'm going to marry you. Right. So to speak. Well, not really. I mean, I'm like, I'm in the boat of you either date to marry or you date don't, to break up. Or you just don't date. <laughs> Yeah. Date to marry or you just don't date. And then you're a single Pringle. Exactly. But yeah, it's either, it, you're either dating to break up or get married. And that's what it is at the end of the day. Right. So when I'm dating someone, it, that's what I'm looking toward. And um, that could even be to a fault. So. Is it that, is it because maybe like, do you give too much of yourself away too e quickly or like, like too much emotions get put in? I think I just kind of get blinded that it's you and me against the world rather than rather than my own individual. And I, I will say that that's a past me. So, and I want to reiterate, that's a past me. So in this, okay. like in the past seven months, not me, I think I've, I've done a very good job of um, being me and pursuing the things that I want to pursue. And on top of that, having um, a person that can... Uh, uplift me and support me throughout the entire thing, no matter what I'm thinking. Which is what I feel like well, everyone no matter wants. What. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you want that partner in crime. Yeah, the partner in crime that if I say I want to go to the moon, then they will support me in my. No journey. matter how crazy the idea is. Yeah, I love it. So here's my here's my one thing that I really want to do though. I want to have um, a panel, like a, a wood panel, a mm -hmm. palette, that's what they're called, okay. a palette on my wall, and I want to stain it, and I want to add hooks to it, and I want to hang all my mugs on it. What are your mugs? What do you mean my mugs? Like my coffee mugs. Okay. That's just like a dream. Do, why haven't you done it yet? Well, because I want to have my own house before it. Like, oh, okay. So like, you, have to, you have steps before you have that yeah, done. Yeah. Okay. I have to buy a house first. So if anyone wants to just send over <laughs> 200K real quick... What? That's not enough around here. Well, that means I'm moving back to Indiana. Two hundred k, maybe buy you like buy a one bedroom apartment out here. 
buy a one bedroom. Oh yeah, that's buy a one bedroom apartment in a skimpy area too. Yes, absolutely. Oh, we love LA. <laughs> it's so funny. This is so stupid. <clears throat> I went to I was on Instagram and I was making a um, uh, I was I was leaving the gym. I had my iced coffee in my hand. I decided I got out of the sauna and I was wearing my my Lululemon leggings and sports bra with no shirt. And then I was like, ah, kind of cold. I'll put on my cardigan. And then I was carrying my oversized Lulu bag and my purse on my other shoulder. And I was like, this is the most L.A. you can get. (laughs) I was just thinking that. Like, I'm just like imagining you doing that and walking five feet away from you. (laughs) Just distancing yourself. Beach blonde, uh, beach blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> Just got it done recently. Absolutely. Oh man. No, but like when when we go back to like, are you happier? Am I, I happier? I think you have to. You, I feel like you are. Like you're such a different person than when I knew you a oh year and a half God. ago for two two years or two. Because I was depending on that person, um, for my identity. I think. Right, and I that's think, a bold statement, but I think I think that has some uh, some truth to it. Um, like it, I could, oh yeah, oh this is terrible. <laughs> oh no, oh no. I would I would wear like certain things, and he would be like, oh, "You're gonna wear that." You're, you're ah, gonna... yeah. You're like, so oh, negative. You're gonna wear that to the gym? Mm. No. Yeah, that no, was what I experienced, no. and, and for some reason I stuck around. And that's I wouldn't. Yeah, it's a learning. Ga- it's a learning game. Right. Life is all about learning. And I think, I think you've grown a lot just from <laughs> these last two years. You know what I mean? Uh, like our conversations are so different. They really are. It's more we we talk about more about self growth, not about oh. This happened and this happened and this happened. Oh, I can't believe this person. This, ha- you know what I mean? Ew. Even though sometimes it's icky. It is. It is icky. But sometimes we kind of. I mean, we're girls. <laughs> like, we're still always <laughs> we gonna do gossip. that. Oh God, I just said that too. I'm so <laughs> LA. Get me out of here. <laughs> I can't stand you right now. Um, no, but I feel like we both have grown. Like you yeah. went through what you needed to these past two years to be yeah. where you are. Yeah. I went through, <laughs> I definitely went through something that has turned me into the person I am now. Okay, so if we can be honest to listeners, what is it, in one sentence, what is it that you went through in the last two years, if you can summarize it? Fully being an adult. Like, uh, it's not going to be a sentence, but. That's fine. Paying for my own place. Hundred percent, you know what yeah, I mean. Like yeah, yeah. having my own place that I take care of, mm-hmm. having a really good job with like adult responsibilities. Yeah, basically it, in charge show. of a lot of people. You know what I mean, and them and them looking to me for the answers. Yeah, I had to grow into that. I didn't know totally. what I was doing at first. Yeah, but I think that right there transformed me into who I am now. Yeah. Because now I can take on, I feel like I could take on the world. Yeah. I see and I know you. I can. And I, I, I know I can. I see you taking on the world and it's like, it's such <laughs> a cool thing to watch because I'm still terrified of it. If someone asked me to do what you're doing right now, I'd be like, ew. <laughs> it's, um, a lot of it is with, is my dad though. My dad has instilled that in me. Mm-hmm. And when I get 
not so confident with myself. Oh, can I do this? I don't know if I can do this. I'm not good enough. My dad literally like stops it so quick and goes, I don't want to hear that. I wouldn't have asked you to do this if I didn't think you could do this because I know how serious of a guy he is. He has a reputation. You know what I mean? Like people know him. So I know he wouldn't have asked me this if he didn't think I could do this. So that right there just reassures me every single time where I'm in the right spot. I'm doing what I need to be doing. I'm good. Things are going to work out the way they're supposed to work out. Yeah. So. I love our dads. I know. I know. The other night I was having a mental breakdown and I just called my dad and FaceTimed him. And you know what he did? He cried with me. Oh my God. That's so cute. (laughs) That is adorable. He's probably going to listen to this and be like, hell yeah. (laughs) I got a plug. Here's a superpower my dad has. I'll be so devastated. I don't know, for some reason. He knows I, I'm not having a good night. I'll get a phone call. Hey, I felt like something was wrong. Are you okay? Oh my gosh. Like, it's crazy. Like, he, he and every time I say, how did you do that? Like, I, did, I haven't talked to you in like two days. He'll be like, you're my daughter. I, I know. Yeah. I know what's going on with you. And I'm like, how? Like, this is from Texas to Chicago. Amazing. And I'm like, dad, we're states away. He goes, I, I just knew something was wrong. I had to call you. It's, it's just, I love our dads. <laughs> I love him so much. Does he have a nickname? Um, I call him Padre. Padre. And he calls me Sweet Pea. That's adorable. <laughs> so cute. I know. I, I get the teddy bear side of him. Yeah. Others don't, but right. you know. like I'm scared of him. No. I'm kidding. No, not at all. He, he looks intimidating, but I feel like, yeah, true teddy bear. God, he's so he's such a great person. Yeah. I want to meet your dad. Good old Papa Bird. I want to meet him. Can we meet him soon? Of course. Yes. I'm so excited. Imagine me, but more eh, reserved, maybe? Okay. Until you Until you open the box. Yeah, my dad's opposite. He's very... Okay. He is an actor. He's He's been acting forever. And Mine too. He... My dad is such a people person. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's in front of people, oh, he'll... He'll pull people in. Yeah. Like, just with four sentences. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, oh, I want to talk to this guy. You know what I mean? So, I think they're, they're kind of opposite, I feel like, right away. Yeah. Like, that's right, right right when you meet him. Yeah. He's like that. So, I don't know. I think we're both pretty lucky to have people that we don't have to pretend with. Mm-hmm. They know what we want already before we know what we want. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's kind of weird. Kind of creeps me out sometimes. Sorry, Dad. doesn't creep me out, really. But... <laughs> But um, I just feel blessed that I have someone when I feel like the world's against me. Yeah. I can get, I can just pick up the phone or just go drive to him and be like, Dad. Dad. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and he just immediately just calms me. Yeah. So I don't know. I think people who have that relationship with someone doesn't have to be a parent, but. Yeah. I can't say that mine immediately calms me, but uh he will let me exert all of my frustration until I calm myself down. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's like, uh, I heard the analogy uh, recently that when you have a kid, you basically are building a ladder with them and you help them on steps of that ladder on building this ladder of life. And sometimes they have to build that rod themselves or grab on to the next rod and if they can't do that, then it is a painful thing to watch, but you have to watch them 
do that. Absolutely. That's how you grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it sucks to watch, like, my dad watch my, like, my siblings and I go through places in life, just very sad things. But I think ultimately um, it's just, it's going to, it's going to work out for the best. Absolutely. And typically it always does. <laughs> we're um, still alive. We're, we're still, still here. Yeah, <laughs> we're still, still alive going. and I'm barely breathing. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to sing that. I'm still alive and I'm barely breathing. <laughs> I really didn't even intend to start singing Gosh, it. Gosh, I should, uh, I should audition. I'm so good. Bro. Let's Bam! Go. Let's make our jingle now. <laughs> People will stop listening. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm kind of chill with a nice like, ding, whatever it is. It'll probably I love evolve as we no, go. No, I love that jingle. Oh my god, she's stuck in the. I don't even know what it is. It's and so we found chill. It, and it was great. It was. It worked. It Thanks, worked. Garage Band. It really. It's it's perfect. Yeah, you're perfect. You're more perfect. Dennis, do you have any last words? Anything to leave the listeners with? Don't be afraid. To take chances on what you love to do. You're, you guys are here once. <laughs> you know, you're on this planet for a certain amount of time. And I think you should make the most of it. So if something makes you happy, you go for it. Yeah. Just I, head first. Go for it. Love that. I think the one piece of advice I would give is uh, document everything. That makes oh, sense. Yeah. So you want to see where you've grown from. You want to see where you're still stuck. Um, for me, I have like six different journals. And so I I write constantly. Anything that I'm feeling like I have to just like consciously write things on paper. And it actually clears my mind and it helps me like. Uh, I'm kind of jealous that you can do that. I have problems sitting there and writing about my day. Like I, I, I envy yeah. the people who can do that. I just oh, don't. I just I don't think I am. I'm going to try. You'd be surprised. You should. I'd be surprised. But I, I, I think I'm going to try again. Mm-hmm. I've always failed before, but. It's just called a brain dump. Yeah. Like you just, it, all the thoughts. You just start by writing down your thoughts. Even if it's just, I want a piece of pizza. I want to blah, blah, blah. Right. Like you just start that way and then it just evolves and it's really crazy. And it kind of becomes an addiction of just being like, oh, how do I feel right now? And where did this stem from? Let's keep, let's keep writing and digging into it. You know what I'm going to do? Hmm. Just for you. Tonight, I'm going to take myself out of my comfort zone, which, in my opinion, everyone should do. Kind of the essence of this podcast, yes. right? Take your... You know what? Hold on. Before this, <laughs> keep... You know, always take yourself out of a comfort zone because that's where the big opportunities are going to happen. The unexpected is going to happen. You may be very, very surprised at what comes out of it. Yeah. So go do it. Don't be... It's okay if you're afraid. Everyone's afraid. You just go for it anyways. Fear is just, um... Fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. Fear is... I like that. Can that be, like, a phrase? It's fear a is a liar. Okay. Fear oh. is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Sorry, where was I going with Still that? Your happiness. Oh, fear. My <laughs> fear. One of my favorite things to do is do Nickelback covers of, like, every song. I miss Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback, you know what? Those bring, those bring really good memories. Yeah. Do you remember like you knew it was a like a horrible song, but Wait. like you would? I needed to look <laughs> at this photograph. Every time I look at it, it makes me laugh. It's perfect. <laughs>
perfect. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for listening to Live to Knack. It's uh, it's like a heart to heart, but it's just Live, Live to, to Knack. Knack. Ooh, right off the tongue. <laughs> right off the tongue. Oh, peace out, home scouts. Bye, guys. Home scouts. Home skillets. <laughs> <laughs>